the feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us back <laughs> this year. What? For the first time. For the first time. Uh, we had a huge show. We did. We talked to a snake expert. We found out that snakes have how many willies? Two. And we also spoke about Prince Harry's todger. You talked about Thor and his hammer? Yes, and also the Tassie Devil. It is an incredible fact <laughs> well, that I we only learnt by going to the Unzu down Port Arthur Way, on the way to Port Arthur. Yeah, I don't know. You, facts and you uh, are real loose. I took notes whilst I was doing of the tour. Of course you did. And I asked questions. And Mental you notes. better believe I pushed kids out of the way to see the Tassie Devil eat. <laughs> No, I didn't. As if I would. No, I didn't do I'm that. I'm sure you did. Wow. Anyway, let's move on. So, yeah, if you missed anything. It's right here, right now. It's Triple M Breakfast. Great to be back with you for 2023. Thanks for having us back. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Tessa from our Triple M Hobart News Room. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. What's making news? Um, so sadly, over the weekend, we had our first fatal of um, the year. A 35-year-old died in a single car collision trying to navigate a turn on the West Coast. Um, but it sparked calls from um, the RACT and other road safety advocates for us to kind of sort out the speed limits that are going on on the roads across the state. So about 18% of the state's roads are run by councils. The rest of them are run by state. So they all have different rules around what the speed limit should be. So then you've got roads um, like the Channel Highway, which goes from 80 to 90 a couple of times within a couple of minutes. And they think that that's really part of the danger that we have with our roads. Obviously, there's also, you know, the issues of keeping them upgraded and and making sure that there's not as many potholes and that kind of stuff. Um, so those are the calls at the moment. And we also, at the moment, or last year, had the highest death toll per capita of all of the states with a total of 50. Right. So the RICT and other road safety advocates just want to see some changes made to try and make our roads a little bit safer this year. I know coming out of Mornington roundabout, heading towards a shoreline, that it goes from 60 to 100 in like the space of a couple of... Mm. Like there's not a progressive yeah. amount. So... Uh, and. Uh, also, I just want to say this, having been down the peninsula a lot over the last couple of weeks, coming back and forth to Hobart, people overtaking on blind corners. I cannot tell you how many times I've had to slam on my brakes because some idiot is overtaking on a blind corner. And that's how easy, like you can be the best driver in the world, yeah, but People doing reckless things. Yeah, and I think that part of part of the issue, obviously, is the inconsistency with our speed limits. Yep. Definitely, yeah. part of the issue is our infrastructure. We know that our roads take a lot of upkeep and a lot of maintenance and all that sort of stuff. But the major issue is the people behind the wheel. Of that course. is the ma- that is the major thing. And the thing that we can all control are those things of the fatal five: speed, inattention. Uh, what, what are the other ones? Drink and drug Drink driving. Drink and drug driving, yep. Uh, seat belts and, and, of course, fatigue. So yep. it's, it's just taking control of yourself and keeping in mind those fatal five. That, that is, to me, the key, but these are obviously things that we can do in addition to those fatal five. Speed limit is the big oh, one. Oh, and it's easy to do. It's easy to get distracted. It is oh, so course. easy when you're driving to go into autopilot and get distracted. And, of course, when you're on roads that you're really comfortable with, yeah. like that's where the most crashes happen because people mm-hmm. speed around corners that they're usually on their way home to and, and that's where you also have to be really careful. And I guess it's a good reminder around school holiday time as well. Absolutely. Mm. 
Well, you're waking up to the news this morning that Coles has put a limit on frozen or chips or potato. Is it potato in general? It's frozen potatoes. So basically frozen chips is the big one. Oh, but you've also got potato gems, potato hash, like your hash browns. You know all the varieties of potatoes. You've got wedges. (laughs) You've got beer, beer battered, covered. Fries. Fat chips. Yep. Which I said to Chibs earlier is like a, like it's a, it's it's, a, you don't you think that they're the worst variety of potatoes? You don't like oh, I just think it's it. a try hard wedge. I, no, I do. But anyway, that's Those my thick shoes. ones that are like a yes. centimeter by a centimeter square. No. Okay, but but so I'm assuming that you could only get two of any of those products. So you can only get two products. You can have to pick your two favorites if you go to the supermarket. You can't get. What are you going All for? Varieties. Mate, you I going stockpiled for? six months ago. <laughs> you did get the hot tip from your friends down there at Eaglehawk Neck, didn't you? you, you I know it. where they are at Eaglehawk Neck. Oh no, Madonna Roadhouse. Oh, there we go. Don't give away the secret. <laughs> is there? Is there some light on the horizon for potatoes in Australia? Well, they don't. This think is Australia wide, isn't it's it? It's Australia wide. Um, Tasmania was actually a big part of it because we had those floods up north and they ruined a lot of the crops um, that happened up there. But that also happened in Victoria and New South Wales and Queensland, which all grow a lot of um, potatoes. So Coles doesn't think it's going to be around for too long, but we'll, we'll, we just have to wait and see really like mm. how quickly they can grow more potatoes, I guess. Well, it takes a while, doesn't it, Woody? Tessa from our newsroom, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to have you back. Thank you. Uh, Producer Rick, we just find out how easy it is to grow a potato. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mum's got a small patch they of. They do. They do grow pretty easy. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you got a money Thanks, making Tessa. scheme. This is Woody and Tubes. You can call us anytime one triple three five three or text oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. And Rodney in Signet has given us a call. Good morning, Rodney. I didn't say good evening. That's how bad I'm going. <laughs> how are you, Rodney? Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Have you had a good Chrissy? Yeah, mate. Yeah, that's good. I was just bringing up to say thanks for the ham. It fed 15 people. <gasps> we, uh, if you missed it, we were giving away Triple M hampers just before Christmas, and they were hand-picked, and that's legitimate with Tubes and I, and we fought all the way to the checkout. Rodney? We did, we did Rodney. But it's yeah, great mate. to hear that you shared the love too, Rodney. That's what it's all about at Christmas time, isn't it? Yeah, no. Just a question. Thing, so at Christmas, I always have to take the ham, right? If there's ham left over, which there always is, should I be able to take the rest of the ham home? Yes, sure. Take it home, make peen ham soup. It's a good idea, Rodney. Thanks for your call, Rodney. It's always good to get your calls on one triple three five three. I just the- feel sorry. I feel like Rodney would be trouble at a Christmas party. Oh yeah, probably. Anyway, I, I reckon he's just trouble. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. A man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose broke a record. That's not news. Ended up in hospital for attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not news. No, wait, I'm not finished. Mm. A couple of honourable mentions this morning. Oh, yeah. I wish I had time in the show to do all of these. Well, if I'm just to do an entire show of just news that's hard to find, yeah. Woman Forgets Boyfriend is colourblind during gender reveal. Oh, well. That's pretty. So he doesn't know. Woman has married a doona. What? Boyfriend is very proud. (laughs) Woman marries a doona. Are you sure it's not woman marries a donna? (laughs) This one, though, we've gone to with today. Might get to the others later. A a walrus has put on an X-rated show forcing a fireworks cancellation. A walrus. 
This is in the UK, and he's been doing it right across the UK. They're the one with the big horns. Uh, tusks. Massive. They're t- worth tons. I didn't mean to call them horns. Tusks. In the UK, huge crowds gathered to see a fireworks display. This is an actual walrus too. This isn't like <sighs> one of the Beatles, I am the walrus oh, sort of human beings. <laughs> you can't laugh at that. That's work. That. Yeah. So there's a big walrus, which yeah. is a large seal for those who don't know. It was lounging at a harbour. Well, it's a walrus. Thousands of people had gathered to see the fireworks. Yep. The walrus starts to... Um, Have a bit of alone time. Yeah. With his tusk. <laughs> Parents had to cover their children's eye when the two One ton- eye. They're single eye. <laughs> when the two-ton beast appeared to perform two-ton. a solo act wow. on the slipway. Footage of Thor's unfamily... Thor? Yeah, his name's Thor. I didn't... <laughs> Did I say that? Thor's got his hammer out. <laughs> Footage of Thor's unfamily-friendly performance <laughs> has gone viral on social media. There should be a not-safe-for-work. You've got to stop this. You're going to get me in so much trouble. This is just an animal doing what animals do. Mm, mm. One person posted... Has Thor got an OnlyFans? David Attenborough missed that in Blue Planet. Hmm. Experts well, reckon Thor is the same walrus that has been spotted with his X-rated show in also Hampshire, along the coastlines in the Netherlands. He's even been to France doing it recently. Well, the International Thor Act. Is An he, aquarium. Sp- every- is he coming down to Mona Foma? <laughs> I'm not even going to bother finishing. <laughs> It's Triple M Breakfast. 21 the top today, but 30 tomorrow. The snakes have been out. There's nothing. I love all animals, big and small. Hold on a minute. I have no desire (laughs) to look at, feel a snake. (laughs) I don't. You've been, you can't, you can't go from talking about uh, walrus having some alone time and then into snakes are out. That's where your mind takes it. There's snakes everywhere. There are actually. We've yeah. we've been. I've seen a few, which oh is God, a little bit scary. Yeah, I don't want to freak anyone out, but we are going to have a snake expert because I really want to know what you do when you see one, and and what happens if you've got. My biggest fear is my pets. Your dogs, yeah. Because you know, like they're creepy looking things. Snakes. Yeah, seventy six call outs at Eagle Hawk Deck in one. Really. Week. Yeah. In a week? Yes. That's that's hectic, isn't it? I'm pretty sure he wasn't just getting them and putting them in other people's backyards for the call out. See? Oh, come on. Don't <laughs> no, accuse, he would don't not. accuse people of that I'm stuff. joking. <laughs> but uh, he, apparently I heard that because of all the rain mm-hmm. that they were coming out, it was a bit different because of the weather we had leading up to Christmas. And then they all came out looking for a mate. <sighs> well, that's... Uh... How do snakes procreate? Oh, do you Carefully, know? yeah. Carefully? But, well, I guess so. What? But they've also... Why do they... Care? Why do they... I, well, that would be the first... Snakes have, snakes have got two appendages. No. Yep. Why do they need two? In case the first one doesn't work, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't we'll know. find out. They're all important <laughs> questions that we'll have answers for before nine, I'm sure. This is Woody and Tubes. 
you can grab us anytime, one triple three five three, or text oh four double eight double eight one oh seven three down in my hood from Eagle Hawk Neck. Michael's called in. Michael. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. How's delicious going? Oh, flat out. Yeah. Have you still got enough chips, Michael? Mate, I've got tons of chips. Yeah. That's good. Oh, That's he good. knows he's hooking people up around Eagle Hawk Neck. I know Michael because uh, – and I went and got my last serve of from Delicious on the Blowhole there, not a sponsor of mine. Sounds a bit no. rude, doesn't it? Good on you, Michael. What? What's going on down there? You had a good good summer so far? Yeah, had a good summer. Been really, really busy. That's uh, good. We, haven't, uh, we had Christmas Day off and we've just been flat out since the 26th. And can good. I say a shout-out to all local businesses that were working across the Christmas holidays oh, yeah. and because – it's incredible. I know Michael was working from like 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. When? 5 a.m. <laughs> oh, come on, Woody. Five what? Get up get to that. Right. 5, 5 to 10. 5 a.m. to 10. I tell 10. you, if you get it wrong, he will let you know, Michael. <laughs> he just did. You, yeah. were, you, you were too busy having fun. There was a lot of noise coming from next yeah, door. Sorry about that. Oh. But how are you going, Shoot? I'm flying. Thanks, Mike. Actually, I'm are flying. Are you sure? How's the, how's the, how's the, uh, the gout? Mm, great question. We haven't asked him that this morning. How is uh, the gout going? Well, you, I heard... be, um, you being the old man... Category now you got gout. Uh, yeah, well, this is this is this is the chat. This is this is. I heard that you said I had gout. Yeah. Well, you did. No, that no, is not did. true. I did not have. You have to watch how many how many potatoes you eat and how many tomatoes and all because you're an old man. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't get any medication for gout. You just got to live with it. But, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, if anyone's just you'd, short, uh, yeah, he'd sing like a baby when you got gout in your oh, foot. You God. would, wouldn't you? Yeah. He'd just whinge and moan. Yeah. The voice of an angel. He whinges and moans, moans, moaners, moaners. <laughs> Well, it's, good it is. To, it's good to have his back. Oh, thanks, Michael. Someone to listen to it, uh, and I'll just take note. Just let us know if he's got gout again. And oh. yeah, I will just steer clear. And if anyone's got any remedies for gout, I don't even know is, what gout is. Gout is an affliction that was back in the 1600s, but it is starting to come back. Oh, right. it's, it's called aff- overindulgence. Yeah, it's affliction oh, okay. from, and it actually used to mean that you're quite wealthy because you were able well, to I'm overindulge. Not that. Uh, I do overindulge, no, like though, so maybe I do have gout. You eat everyone else's food. Uh, that, no, you <laughs> it is always offered. <laughs> Here, we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to get Woody's sound effects again, Michael. Here we go. Starting the new year with new sound effect. There we go. We've got so, yeah. the uh, southern southern goal. Well Don't done. go out for lunch with him because I tell you what, when you do, he looks at your, your food like a Labrador that hasn't eaten for 60 yeah, minutes. Like- yeah, like a seagull just mm. hovering over top of your head. Yeah, I can't, have, I can't help it if I've got a healthy appetite. Good to hear from you, Michael. Good to hear from you guys too. Have a good one. Talk to you later. It's Triple M Breakfast for Booty and Tubes. We've got tickets to the Big Bash coming up next. Stacks of them. Speaking of sport, how much great sport was across the Christmas New Year period? Oh, we've been so lucky. You got along to the tennis, the Hobart International. I love tennis. I love it. I love the concentration and you just, oh, I love it. It's so hard though because you know how quiet it gets because you have to be quiet when they're playing and you can only move in between when they... (laughs) I can be quiet now if you like. Yeah, no, that's fine. Actually, don't call my bluff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I even got nervous to eat a cheese and cracker. Oh, really? Because I'm like... I never get I... nervous to eat. Because <laughs> at the Domain, it's the most intimate boutique yeah. courts in the world. You never get to see up close and personal tennis like this. And I was, I swear, she could hear my... So there was a couple of times I took a bite and then just held it in my mouth for like five minutes. 
during a big rally. Yeah. It was no, the huge. Hobart International was big. Yes. Which was fantastic. Jackie's as well. Jackie's got along to a few games Princess there. Princess Mary did too, didn't she? Yeah, I've yeah, I saw her there. I just Did you I they no, put her up what? No, you're gonna say that you didn't know she was there. I did I knew but, she was there. They were talking about her being there okay. and everyone was like, Oh, okay, Princess Mary's here. That's great. So I go along and I've got I was actually commentating, I was um, doing some commentary and uh, I was up the back and I walked down the stairs and I looked around and I saw my plasterer. So I went up and said, g'day to my plasterer, Scotty. And I'm like, hey, Scotty, how you nice going, mate? He's like, have you had a good summer? He's like, yeah, great to be at the basketball. No joke. I'm just talking to him, yaffling away like nothing's happening. And he's sitting next to Princess, uh, sorry, Prince Frederick. Like he's sitting next to him. I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even connect that it was Prince Frederick. Then I walked down the stairs and they had, it, it, it came to me later because I saw it on the Jumbotron, they had Princess Mary on the big screen. Mm. But I looked up and all I saw was myself. So I flexed up my muscles. See. And everyone started laughing because I'd flexed up in front of, in front of Princess Mary. But I didn't even know she yeah, was there. Yeah, rubbish, you didn't. Rubbish. And it turns out. You love a TV screen. You are like a moth to a flame. If well, there's a TV screen or a mic, <laughs> microphone, yeah. you are drawn to it like yeah. a magnet. Yeah, that's you true. You flexed your muscles and I have seen the video that has been on socials. Did not know. Where Princess Mary is behind you. Do you think they were putting the big screen just on your mug? Did not. I just thought they were doing the flex like, cam, oh, to be honest. Tubes. Where's tubes? We've got to see tubes I in the crowd. Didn't I thought they were doing the bulk nutrients flex cam, so I flexed up thinking, celebrity. here we go. Turns out my plasterer, Scotty, yeah. is uh, Princess Mary's brother in law. Uh, of course. Classically he is. Tasmanian. Of course he is. <laughs> Classically Tasmanian. Anyway, I'm also going to run down yeah. next what's happening with the Hobart Hurricanes. A massive win for them yesterday. And you'll never, you never. We had someone take something very, very special, and he didn't even know he'd done it. Peter Forty Ford is joining us as well. No doubt he'll be talking about Princess Mary. Not Princess Mary. <laughs> There's so many royals in my head. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. A lot of revelations coming about, out about the book. Just on that quickly, Chips, I know you, you're yeah. keen as to get to oh, sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know how he talked about, as he calls his todger, and have you been following this news? Absolutely not. How can you avoid it? There's like 20 articles a day. Oh, okay. I've but he successfully spoke... done it. <laughs> well, maybe I could read them to you. Maybe we could do a readings of the book every day. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. but he got frostbite on his todger. All right. And he mentions in his book a cream that you use, and it's an eight-hour cream. It's thirty-one ninety-nine pounds. Oh. Elizabeth Arden. That's so, about that's about seventy bucks. Yeah, he put it on his todger and it healed it. Now you cannot get the cream anywhere. It is sold out globally. Don't you find that amazing? What's it done to it? Well, it's reversed the frostbite. Oh, it's not that good, I guess. Well, I don't know how many. Well, I don't know where people are putting it, but it's not incredible. Well, yeah. that did not get the desired effect. <laughs> The Hobart Hurricanes have had another big win at home, Woody, yesterday against the Sydney Thunder. And it was set up pretty much by the bowlers. Paddy Dooley, I don't know if you've seen his action, it's ridiculous. It goes around once and then around it's again. It's a windmill. 
Yeah, he took figures of two for 22, but arguably the best bowling spell of BBL this year was given to Nathan Ellis, who ended up with figures of four for 27, including a hat-trick that he didn't even know he'd taken. <laughs> so he, the way it worked is he took a wicket on his last ball of his over, and then there was another over, and then he came back and took two wickets on the next two balls of his next over. Unbelievable. Mm. So it was like a celebration because he's had two two wickets in a row, and then he realised, I've got a hat-trick, and then started celebrating. He didn't even know. I spoke to him after the game, and he said, I didn't even know I was on a hat-trick, Tubes. It was brilliant, brilliant stuff by Nathan Ellis. Wonderful to see him. Then they were chasing 136 to win. A couple of early wickets fell. Ben McDermott was run out in the second over. Uh, Zach Crawley fell cheaply for 12 runs. That brought Tim David and Matty Wade to the crease, and they put on a 79-run partnership with Matthew Wade, scoring 30 runs off 22 deliveries. But Tim David, 76 in his best-ever BBL figures, 76 runs off 41 huge. balls, and he smacked them God, all around huge. the place too. Well, he ended the game with a six that he hit over the top of the members stand. So not just into the, into the grandstand, over it. Some big, big hitting from him. They ended up winning by five wickets, the Hobart Hurricanes, and it sets them up probably now to hopefully make the finals, which will be great because they were sitting equal on points with the Sydney Thunder, and now they are a game ahead of the Sydney Thunder on the ladder. So exciting stuff for the Hobart Hurricanes. They've got some work to do. It'll be nice to see them string a few away wins Together they take on the Perth Scorchers this week and then again the Brisbane Heat away and then they'll come home to play next week, next Monday, Monday night against the Sydney Sixers. So some pretty big challenges for the Hobart Hurricanes coming up given that the Perth Scorchers are on top of the ladder. Sydney Sixers are doing very well as are the Brisbane Heat. So I said at the start of the season that I feel like they are still building. Our imports are performing pretty well. Zach Crawley's been a revelation. He's been one of those players that's just come in to fill a hole, and he's been fantastic, making some runs at the top of the order. And our Pakistanis, Fahim Ashraf, got smacked around the other night but has bounced back, taking a great catch. And it's great to see some internationals finally getting some runs and getting some wickets for the Hobart Hurricanes. Love the Big Bash. If you'd like to get along to the next game, give us a call. one triple three five three is the number. Just on that, talking about hitting sixes into the crowd. Yeah. Did I hear that you dropped a catch? This is... Someone told someone, me that you're on the boundary. I didn't... An easy catch, no, and you dropped well. it, and then you kicked. It wasn't a kid, was it? No. No, I'm not the coach of the push. Sydney Kings. <laughs> you kicked something. I, I misfielded one, and I threw my phone away. I was filthy, too, oh, because wow. I dropped two in a row, and my phone has never lit up faster than misfielding two balls at the BBL. You did a reverse hat trick. <laughs> I just didn't do anything. This is Woody and Tubes. You can grab us anytime. We love it when you do. You can talk about anything. 0488881073. So much still to come. 30 tomorrow. Oh. It's it's going to be – the snakes have been out, I'm telling you. I believe there's more snakes than ever because of the wet weather leading up to Christmas. 30 degrees is 11 degrees higher than my optimum operating temperature. And people are finding snakes in random places like bathrooms and we wouldn't normally think that you'd find them. It's a bit like those stories that I read where snakes have popped out of the toilet and bitten someone's 
I I'd rather not know. Bits. I'd rather. I'm not, not saying know. that happens here, but. Well, on that, not. though, because we will have a snake catcher coming up just to tell us what to do if you come across one. But here's a random snake fact. So most snake species, around 70%, lay eggs. But the other 30%, like rattlesnakes, vipers, and boa constrictors, give birth to live young. That I, is that, a Woody's, believe it or not. No, I love that those facts, Rhea, producer Rhea. But what oh, we were Rhea. after was how do they make love? Well... I can't hear her. Where is she? Carefully. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me, Mum? I can. I can hear you. Can you you hear me? You hang up first. (laughs) (laughs) So basically what I found is they need to align the base of their tails Mm. and then an opening that serves both reproductive and excretory systems is there. And then the male extends his hemipenes. Uh, the two-pronged sex organ that Told males you. have stored two. in their tails. Yep. And then each half of that deposits uh, baby-making stuff yep. into the females. Okay. Uh, it's better okay. than the Tassie Devils. I'll tell you let's, what I found out. I went to the Tassie Devil Park. Let's wind this up. And let's. in the Tassie Devil Park, they drag the female into their den. Yeah, that's, that's what they do. Aggressive. And then they keep her in there for a month. Vicious. And then she escapes and she gets back at by making love with any male Tazzy Devil she can. At least she gets her revenge. It's and wow. they, when they're born they're the size of a piece of rice. It's incredible stuff. It's I've got a triple whole, M breakfast with Woody and Tubes. A whole heap of notes. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast with Woody and Tubes. That's Set the that. end of this. <laughs> Peter forty four joining us shortly. And, uh, of course, we've got your tickets to the Big Bash League if you'd like some of them. Tubes. Good morning, Storm in Runnymede. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. How are you? Wonderful. You want to... You're uh, Is Storm... Uh, sorry, Tubes. Oh, going okay. off page. Is Storm a nickname? No, no. Birth name. You can thank my parents for that one. No, I love it. I, I actually love it. went to school with a Storm. Might be this Storm. No, I don't think it is this Storm. I went Storm that I went to school with was... Uh, Storm Anderson. So that's a load of Storm it's Anderson. A great name. It's a great name. Hey, how many tickets would you like to the Big Bash? We've got a whole heap. Look, if I could grab a family pass to take the whole family, that'd be great. You can. Done. Four or five. How many's in your family? 50. Uh, only, uh, only four. Four. Done. Done. You. Easy done. storm. Well done. You got a family pass to head along to the Big Bash next Monday. I wonder if this is a nickname. Fish, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Is that your real name or a, a nickname? No, nickname. You're in Claremont. Fish, is it because you smell like fish fingers because you're a no, fisherman? No. It's because his last name's Fisher. Let me guess. Mad mad fisherman, but, uh, you know, it's like Jews' nicknames through football. <laughs> I do fish. I do. <laughs> oh, you want a family pass to head along, Fish, to the Big Bash? That'd be fantastic. Done. All it. done. Well done. We got tickets all throughout the week. It's triple. We're returning from our Christmas holidays, Woody. Yes. And I've turned up onto the desk and uh, there's a there's a Christmas present here. You love a present. I do. And I've got the card. It's got a little koala on there. Season's greetings. Two tubes. Merry Christmas from the Oatland Santa. Oh, Santa did visit Oatlands. Yes. Just before Christmas, actually. Yeah. Yeah. There was so, a few Santa's helpers as well. I actually know Santa was helped out this year by our good friend of the show, Brian O'Reilly, yep. the president of the Oatlands District Footy Association. He's, so you know he's gutting up. for your job. I know. I know. Gee, I reckon he's wrapped this himself it's because so- there is so much sticky tape on there. So we'll over- Oh, no. Don't tell me it's a calendar. It's a calendar. You of are, him? You, you will, I think you and Rhea will enjoy this. I certainly won't. What? 
Oh, it's a cat calendar. <laughs> I love it. I have not seen one. I've got a dog calendar from the Hobart Dogs Home that the well, other day. But you, if anyone's just joining us. Um, Cats and Kittens, 2023, 16-month calendar. Oh, 16 go. months. So it's even more. See, there's, there's, on the back, there's a picture of every single month of the, uh, of the calendar. And uh, there's not one of those cats that I would want. Not one. I just think. That's 16 too I many think cats. it all is because. You can have that, Rhea. You got, you attacked a cat and it attacked you attack back. And you came off worse for wear. Just not a cat fan. You kicked a cat. I did not kick a well, cat. Well, it bit you on it, the foot. You yes. took you. Tell Hobart if anyone doesn't know why you don't like cats. He thinks they're all jerks. I think they're they the most incredible jerks. creatures. I had a cat once that used to back up and defecate in one of my ex's Ugg boots. He turned out to be a jerk. So That's a funny that's a funny cat. It, that's a it, funny you, cat, but I'm sure the cat is a jerk. If you're putting your foot in your Ugg boot and you squelching through <laughs> some cat remains. Uh look Thank, thanks very much, Oatland Santa, but um, that one's either going in the bin or to Rhea's desk, I reckon. I, I, I love cats. cats. I love them. I've got so many cat stories. They know, they know I, they, I'm a little bit allergic. They know I don't like them, but they come up to me and they sit on me and like cats that don't use Oh, they, oh he never usually sits on anyone. Like, I know because he knows this cat. He knows I hate it. Do you know they have a vocabulary of about no, 10,000 words? They do. And there's a cat app that you put the meow into and it will tell you what it's saying. I'll tell you what they mostly say. They usually say, I'm a jerk or I'm a cat get stuffed or, you know, all that stuff. No, they don't. They're, they they're, taught themselves to meow purely for human survival. They don't meow at each other. Have yeah, you ever sure. noticed that? They go, yeah. but they won't be out at each other. <laughs> we are getting a world of woody sound effects today. We've had the seagull, now we've had the cat is. It's so good. Taught themselves to meow just to tell humans to feed them. Triple M breakfast woody and tubes, goodness me. <laughs> Triple M breakfast. We love getting your texts on 1073. Of course, we've heard immediately from the Oatland Santa. Good morning, Oatland Santa. He's going thought for your job. Sh- thought you'd be shredding it. Welcome back from Brian. That is because the Oatland Santa sent me out a Cats and Kittens 2023 calendar. I love it because it's 16 months, isn't it? So you're getting an extra four months. Oh, hopefully it's the 16 months. No, it is. Yep, it's the 16 months. So I can look forward to that for right into 2024. Tubes has an issue with cats since one bit jerk. him. Look at that one. Oh, that's beautiful. It's a it's a grey cat, big grey eyes, cat and it's big just big orange eyes. Anyway, I'd love people to send in pictures of their cats. That is not. I'm not even kidding. That is the type of cat that bit my toe when I tried to give it a pat on it the belly like a with Persian my foot. Persian cat. Morning, Woody and Tubes. Welcome back for 2023. I look forward to chatting to you on all issues Hobart. Cheers, Trish in Bridgewater. Good morning to you, Trish. It is good to be back. Nice little spell though, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> we're lucky. Nice, nice to not. Not have to come to work. Well, to be fair, you hadn't really had a break in eight years because you had a small business. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's true. very much how it rolls when you have a small business Absolutely. in Tasmania. Shout out to all the small business I, owners out there. I did hear that 97% of businesses in Tasmania are small businesses. Good. I love it. It means that the dollars that you spend at a small business stay here in yeah. Tasmania. That's what I love. 
There are rumours that My State Bank Arena may be expanded. Cheers, David, listening on the Listener app in Melbourne. Well, David, I'm not sure about that because they are literally right now putting a brand new roof on it. So I don't think that they would spend all that money on putting a brand new roof on it just to take the roof off unless they are roofing it to a point where they can expand it. If you've got any more details, you can text us on 0488881073. I heard from someone very high up Oh, here we go. that it is actually not going to be on the waterfront, the stadium. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. I keep thinking about this. I didn't want to bring the stadium up because I'm already pretty angry about it. I want an AFL team. I want an AFL team. I don't think a stadium is necessary at this point in time. Let's look at it. Let's think about it. But right now, is it the right time? You flip-flop, though, a lot. Oh, mate, It'll tell me about it. It'll take one person to call in and you'll go, actually, yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah good that. point. <laughs> That's what I love about me. But I do it as that well. my opinion will always change based on the information provided. <laughs> This is Woody and Tubes. Peter Forty Four, Australia's number one entertainment reporter, up next. I'm interested to see what he thinks about the ongoing saga that is Prince Harry and uh, his book Spare. I don't know if you've delved into this much, Tubes. Absolutely not. Oh, it's hard to miss. <laughs> I think oh, I don't know. The message seems to be a bit lost because he's talking about frostbite on his todger. He's talking about. Um, to be fair, I'm interested to know how he got frostbite on his todge. Oh, he was doing a walk for charity. Oh, okay. And it in was the nude. in the snow and he was only there for four days and he got frostbite on it. And now the cream that he used has sold out around the uh, around the world, which is, I mean, it's just... Is that uh, <laughs> is that true? Like, is that a sold out? Yes. Is that 100%? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I just I've read worry, it on I worry, the Daily Mail. I worry sometimes with these facts that you present in the Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tube show that sometimes they may be just no. snippets of information that you've translated. I have. No, I'm very well researched. Of course. I read everything from the Daily Mail to Perez Hilton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still going, Perez? Should ask for He's toned down, thank God. I don't oh, like gossip good. sites now that put people in bikinis. Like, you know, like imagine being on the beach over this Christmas and there's a camera taking a photo of you bending over in the ocean. Like, I just hate those photos that I see. Well, cameras are because, everywhere. Yeah, oh. I know, but oh, anyway. All your entertainment updates coming up next with and Peter Forty Ford. Let's not talk about the hundred bucks oh, yeah. that we're giving away. Hundred dollars. Simply by jumping onto the listener app, L I S T N R. If you search Spotlight on Tasmania and check out the latest S episode, which is Tasmanian History Tubes, yep. all you have to do is answer a question tomorrow. First one to do so scores 100 bucks. It's as simple as simple that. Simple as that. So head on to listener L-I-S-T-N-R and search for Spotlight on Tasmania and listen to the latest episode of Tasmanian History. This is Woody and Tubes. Welcoming him back for the first time in 2023. It is Australia's number one entertainment reporter, Peter Forty Ford. Morning. Oh my God! Have you seen those pictures, Molly Meldrum? They're pretty. I know exactly what you're talking about here. Everybody's talking about this, and it's pretty. Um, what, if this was anyone else but Molly Meldrum, this would be making 
Do you want huge to s- news. It's Molly Meldrum pulling down his pants whilst at an Elton John concert on stage next to the Sir himself. Bending yeah. over. And Sir does not look too thrilled about it at all. So Molly arrived at the concert in a wheelchair. That's the sort of interesting part of the story. And then he was kind of crowd surfed onto the stage and slithered like a snake onto the stage and then rose to his feet and went over to Elton and stood there. And Elton didn't know this was going to be happening. You can see on the security guards' faces, they're thinking, what do we do? And then he drops his trousers and it's all there. And it's very odd looking. But, I mean, it looks like one of those Sharpe dogs, you know, with the rolls of skin going over each other. And some people are saying, oh, it's a body stocking he's got on. It's not, because you can see the, if you zoom in. Oh, <laughs> Goodness me, I, I know, I know you don't really get paid enough to do this. No, but zoom, trust zoom me. in on Molly's bum, and you can see the tattoo there. And that's a tattoo to Elton. And so there he was, dancing around with his pants down. And it was very, very peculiar. Peculiar then decided to start playing the piano with Elton and the security guards are thinking, should we carry him off or not? But fast forward to the big news this morning. Molly is saying it wasn't his fault, that it was a faulty belt buckle. And that meant that the pants just fell down. Come on, Molly. Okay, so was he playing the piano still naked or had he pulled his pants back up by that I point? Think, I think the pants were up at this point. Oh I wasn't God. there, I've no. got to say. But either way, Elton doesn't look impressed. But, you know, the faulty belt buckle, that's up there with the dog ate my hum- homework, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's, no one's going to buy that one. No, I never but, got away with it. <laughs> no. So, but I, I don't know what. But if also that means he must be getting around commando because his underpants, yeah, faulty. wife fronts wouldn't have fallen down as well, would they? No, I wouldn't have thought so. And tragic news with Lisa Marie Presley passing away 40. Oh, gee, that was terrible, oh. sad news. When I heard that news, I thought, oh, no, she'll pull through. Um, but she didn't, of course, and now she's going to be buried at Graceland and leaving behind three kids. Of course, her son took his own life two and a half years ago, and she never recovered from that, obviously. You never do. I mean, you, you, if you're lucky, you might learn to live with it, but you, you, never, you don't ever get over it. But, um, yeah, I was so saddened when I heard that. And last year when I interviewed Priscilla, it was quite interesting, actually, uh, because there were no preconditions on the interview, which in itself was really surprised me. But about five minutes before I interviewed Priscilla, her PA came out and said, uh, look, Priscilla has asked, if you wouldn't mind, could you please not ask about the death of her grandson or about Lisa Marie? Mm. And I, I wasn't going to ask about the death of the grandson anyway. Um, but we had a great interview. It was really good. She enjoyed it. She was very sweet. And then afterwards, when we stopped filming, she said to me, Peter, thank you for not asking about my grandson. She said, I just, I would fall apart and I can't afford to fall apart because Lisa Marie has to know I'm the strong one um, because she's not coping well. And so, you know, that was a bit of a glimpse into what was going on. So look, I don't know if there's any other factors other than just cardiac arrest. I guess we'll know eventually the autopsy has been done, but she certainly, you know, she had a very sad life. You know, there was this, people might think it'd be great to be rich and famous and to be the son of someone famous or daughter of someone famous, but in many ways it's a curse. Yeah, you see this generation, sorry Chews, you see this generational tragedy, don't you, so often with people that are the kids or grandkids of 
you know, yeah. sw- I'm talking about real idols. Yeah, you know? yeah. Real icons. And yeah. when that icon is dead, it makes it even tougher. Yeah. And then when you decide you also want to be a singer, yeah. well, talk about setting yourself up for comparison. Oh, yeah. it's just so horrid. If anyone does need immediate support, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14. 40, uh, Prince Harry, what's happening there? Oh, God. Well, the book's selling. I mean, but he keeps, he keeps saying he's never been happier in his life. Well, tell your face, mate, because you look so miserable and so angry. It's very peculiar. But they say they're gonna, he's, they might actually do the peace talks that he wants because, you know, he's threatening now. He's got more material for another book. And, you know, he's, I, I, I think he's low as a snake's guts myself. But anyway, I guess they think it's better to try and keep him on the side if they can. I heard he'd sign a four uh, a four book deal. It but, is, yeah. 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 So yeah. there's he's still gonna produce another three at some point. Yeah, exactly. Uh forty four, thank you so much for making time to chat with us again. We will chat with you on Friday. Have a great day. Australia's number one entertainment reporter, Peter Forty Ford. We've been listening out for this this morning. Of course, performing for Mona Foma. It's on the verge of being sold out, that gig. Yeah, limited tickets are available from monafoma.net.au and it runs from the 17th to the 9th, 26th of February in Tasmania, Mona Foma Festival. It's going to be weird. And, of course, this band yes, is huge. Yes, Bonnever are massive. They're Wisconsin's finest musical export, playing their very warm Cabin in the Woods corner of their Grammy Award-winning discography on Tuesday the 21st of February at 7.30pm at My State Bank Arena. There is no better place, I reckon, than the intimate venue of My State Bank to watch a big band like this. Oh, they're massive, out. Huge. So we've been waiting for your calls on one triple three five three, and Joanne in Howrah has given us a call. Good morning, Joanne. Good morning. Where what do we find you this morning? Where do you find me? Yeah, what have you been up to? I've been out walking the dog, listening to the radio, and thought I do hope I get in home in time for this, um, yeah, for this song, and oh. I did. Uh, Let well me guess done. what type of dog you've got. Oh, yeah, good luck with that. I rec- two breeds, two breeds. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I think you can normally tell by people's voice what type of dog well, they have. I'm pretty active, put it that way. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a uh, groodle. It's um, like a Labrador, a Labradoodle. Kelpie cross. Yeah. Close. Uh, he's a, a, a sprolly. A sprolly? Oh. A sprolly. What's, what's that? A sprolly? Well, what's the Ollie part, do you think? Oh, gee. This isn't Tubes' Tassie trip. Oh, Ollie. <laughs> Border Collie. Oh, border Collie. And a Springer Spaniel. Springer Spaniel. Yeah. Border collie. Well, excellent, excellent <laughs> stuff, Joanne. You've got yourself a double pass to go and see Bon Iver. As I said before, tickets are available at monophoma.net.au. Tickets are selling so fast for Bon Iver. Go and get your tickets right now. You've got a ticket too, by the way. Fantastic. I, I hope I've got two, not just one. You've got a double pass. Got a double pass. <laughs> Who are you going to take, Joanne? I was thinking of actually giving it to my son and or my daughter because they introduced me to Bonnevere um, many years ago. But do you know what? I'm going to treat myself. Yeah, oh, love it, Joanne. There it is, Joanne. Love it, love it, love it. Just treat yourself for the year. Good on you. No problem. Our state's best on show. Tri- triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tassie Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. It is time for Tassie Trivia. We've got 100 bucks to give away right now. And Alicia in Kingston has given us a call. Good morning, Alicia. 
Hi, Tubes. How are you? Great, thank you. And Aaron in Snug. Good morning, Aaron. Morning. Now, Aaron, can you test your buzzer for me, please? Aaron. Beautiful. Alish, can you test yours? Alish. I'm glad everyone has remembered exactly what their buzzers are, despite having a break. All right, here we go. Three questions. If you get two right, you've won 100 bucks. It's as simple as that. Here we go. Question number one. There is only one species of kangaroo found in Tasmania. What is that species called? Is it A, a forester kangaroo? Aaron. Or... Aaron. Forester. Well done, Aaron. That's yours. Well done. Question number two. Here we go. There are 76 senators in the Australian Parliament. How many of these come from Tasmania? A, 12, B, 8. Aaron. Aaron. Eight. <laughs> Elish, would you like to have a go? I would love to have a go. That would be 12, please. Oh, a little tiebreaker coming up. This is what we like in Tassie Trivia. Third question. It is multiple choice. Where in the state would you find the Royal Tasmanian Golf Club? Is it A, Kingston, B, Seven Mile Beach? Elish. Elish. Oh, Elish. A comeback victory for you. You've won 100 bucks thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. What are you going to do with 100 bucks, Alish? Uh, I'm going to pamper myself. I love it. Treat yourself. Or <laughs> let's not forget, you can risk it oh, yeah. and come back tomorrow to double it for $200. Do you know what? I would love to do that, but unfortunately I'll be back at work and this time I could have a guest and it would be inappropriate for me to be on the phone. There you go. No, it's not. We've had people that have won it at work whilst eating wheat bix in their office with the door closed. <laughs> Another guy who didn't even have to get out of bed. Did it in the nude. Well done, Elise. You've got yourself 100 bucks thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. We'll be doing it all again tomorrow, Wood. It's Triple M Breakfast. Live on the listener app across Tasmania and on FM 107.3 so, in Hobart, well, it is Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tube. We're laughing because Tubes and I are having to share a pair of headphones because I know, oh, the desk you, is broken. You have your <laughs> headphones so loud. Oh, I know. And I've got little ears. Have you seen my ears? They're, babies have bigger ears than me. Is why so, I can't wear earrings. What? what? No, they do. I'll show you. Like, look. Have a look at that. Get your... Goodness me. They're about an inch. We've got a special guest on the line right now. Director of Snakes Alive Tasmania, Veronica Ross, joins us. And you have a little chuckle there, Veronica. <laughs> have you got small ears too? Have, I, I do indeed. <laughs> I didn't realise this was other people's problems. Do you have a problem with, so even AirPods or even uh, headphones? Absolutely. They always fall out and they say they fit every ear hole. Well, they don't fit yes. my holes. No, no. I actually wear hearing aids and um, I'm on the teeny tiniest little um, things that go in your ears because my ear channels are tiny. So uh, I totally get it. See, thank you so much. I this did, is not why she it, called. Anyone else have small ears? This because, is not why we have her here. But the world isn't built for people that have small ear holes. What is that called? The canal? <laughs> Look, I have no, oh, yes, the ear canal, yes. Oh, that's what it's called. Veronica, yes. thanks so much for joining us. We, we're, we're not here to talk ear canals and ear holes. We're here to talk about snakes because, as we know, in Tasmania, we've got varieties of snakes that are in the top 10 venomous snakes in the world. Mm. We are lucky enough to be blessed with the snakes that are quite venomous here. Tell us what we have to do to keep snakes safe, Veronica. 
Um, well, I guess the, the, the biggest thing is to educate yourself, you know, do the, do the research and, you know, um, understand that our snakes are definitely not, you know, I've been working with snakes for 15 years and I have, I have never met a snake suicidal enough to take me on. They literally don't want anything to do with us. Yeah. No, it's more like when you're, you might accidentally tread on one or my biggest concern is animals getting bitten by snakes. I cannot tell Absolutely. you how much anxiety, as much as I love living on the peninsula, how much anxiety I get on any hot day with my two chocolate labs. I can understand that as a, as a dog owner myself. Um, that's you know, and we get snakes through here on a regular basis, so I totally get it. Um, the best thing to do, if you can, is to leave your dogs inside. You know, and even on hot days, it's not so great for them unless they've got shady areas anyway. But they're the snake. They're the areas that snakes are going to want to utilise as well. Uh, so you know, anywhere shady and cool is going to be attractive to snakes because they're ectothermic, they can't actually regulate their own temperature. And so, that, you know, on really hot days, they're more likely to be active earlier in the morning, later of an evening, um, because, and, and you know, they're going to hunker down and not worry about, you know, moving around so much in the heat of the day. What, so they still move at night? Absolutely. Oh, God. Okay. Yes. For some reason, I thought they were asleep. No, I did because I take my dogs out to go to the bathroom. Anyway, um, so what And always you, make yeah. sure those areas are lit, that they're really well lit and that you can see where you're going. Okay. What should you do if either any of your pets or someone or yourself gets bitten by a snake? Well, with, with, with pets, it's absolutely critical that you get them to a vet straight away. Um, even if you think the dog or the cat's been bitten and you're not quite sure, just take them in. Yeah. There's, there's absolutely, you know, no ifs or buts or, you know, wherefores about it. Get them in and get them tested straight away. And what about first aid for human beings? What's the best thing to do? It's really simple. Um, it's stay absolutely still. If you don't have a bandage, that's even more crucial. Stay absolutely still and call triple zero. Um, we do have snakes down here that tend to do dry bites. So, you know, that means that the snakes are less likely to deliver um, a dose of venom. I've been bitten a few times now yeah. and they've all been dry bites. Wow. That said, that said, again, <laughs> even if you think you've been bitten, you know, call triple zero. If you've got a decent bandage like a set of press, um, apply that. I love the set of press because they've got those little rectangles printed on them and when they're applied at the correct pressure, they're actually, they actually turn into squares, which gives you a visual cue that um, the bandage is applied correctly. But again, stay still, call triple zero. Can you apply the bandages to dogs? Sorry, I know we've got to wrap up snake chat, but can you apply the bandages to dogs? Look, it's one of those grey areas. I would prefer, and don't let your dog run around. That's that, you know. That's the other thing. Pick them up um, and get them to the vet. You, I mean, you can muck around with that, and if that makes you feel better, I guess. But to me, that's you know a few minutes okay. that I can be, you know, you know, picking them up and taking them to the car. We had seventy six snakes uh, that were captured and rehomed at Eaglehawk in just a week. Uh, were they all coming out? later or earlier because of the rain because we had some really wet weather i heard that there were a lot of them mating yes well we're right in the middle of mating season um and don't let that freak anyone out they're not more aggressive in the mating season um but look there's obviously something in that environment down there that has changed and they're you know they're they're, they're on the move 
So, well, but that it's the same statewide. We really appreciate you taking your time, Veronica Ross, Director of Snakes Alive Tasmania, to come on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Where can people go if they do need a snake rehomed or relocated? Uh, they, there are several organisations um, down Eagle Hawk Neck. Um, Tom um, from Southeast Reptile Solutions is is a great um, is is someone good to call. Um, but we've got Snake Catchers Tasmania on the internet as well. You can go through beforehand, make sure that you've got your local catchers number in your phone, so that when you've got a snake, you can keep an eye on it from a safe distance and call someone straight away. Thank you so much. It's Triple M Breakfast. If you haven't checked us out on the Listener app yet, L-I-S-T-N-R, not only can you search Woody and Tubes, you can also stream us. And if you search for Spotlight on Tasmania, it's an entire series that we do throughout the year, a new one released every day, and it's on either an event yep. or it is about a person or history of Tasmania. Yep, Tubes has been on sports up there right now too. And Tasmanian history is up there. We've got a special question that we're going to ask you right now. Just head to the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R, search for Spotlight on Tasmania. Go along and head to the latest episode of Tasmanian history. And if you can answer this question... We've got some cash for you. Yes. What year was the Australian Women's Land Army formed? Yep. Open your listener app and start enjoying a world of audio and win with Hobart's Triple M. Yep. Tomorrow we will be giving away the cash and asking that question. If you've got the answer, you could score it. Be your shelter song. How does that go? Be your shelter. No. Baby, I'll be your shelter. shelter. I thought it was girl. what? I thought it was girl. I was singing because I listened to 90s when I cleaned. Yeah. And I thought it was, honey, I'll be a girl now. I'll be the one to <laughs> the take The song's called the I'll Be Your Shelter. I thought it was called I'll Be That's Your Taylor, Girl. Taylor Dane, I think. Baby, I'll be your shelter. I'll be the one to take you through the night. Yeah, but you can night. understand how it would work with girl no, as well. No, no. It actually does work with girl. <laughs> Honey, I'll oh, be speaking of girl let's, now. I'm playing it. I'll be the I'm one it. to take I've got it ready to go. Get ready. Yeah, have you heard it? Mate, I've got shit to do this. <laughs> I, know you, I know you have, but wait, I'm going to play this. Um, This is the... Uh, here we go. Not Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. He wasn't this, allowed to play it on the radio this morning. This song. It's a bit rude. She released oh. it on Liam Hemsworth's birthday. That's great. I'm, I love Miley Cyrus. How good. Oh, yes. This song is the song of the summer. Woods. What does it say? I can be your power. I can take myself dancing. Oh, right. Okay. I can hold my own hand. Are we going to listen to the whole song? I can love in real time? better than I've got things to you do. You can. can love me better. So good, so good. I'll play that song. Oh, where's she, where is she going? She's actually gone. Okay. Well, we'll catch you from six. <laughs> Woody and Tubes, weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.